Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to the new season. The Chelsea podcast is back, and that's with me, Phil Daniels, Kerry Levy, and Gabby Gary Hayes. Uh, uh, Gabby uh, Hayes. <laughs> that's for the Good first season. <laughs> I like. Why have we never thought of that before? It's so you, especially with your new suntan and everything. And my slick hair, look like Don Draper today. Your slick with hair, beard. And so you are like the bearded lady. He Gabby. looks like drink water, actually. He does, right, doesn't he? I've got a, bit, that, I've got a better hairline than drink water. <laughs> yeah, but have you got as good a skill as drink water? What, a football? Well, yes. Well, I thought we were talking about something else. Uh, well, clearly what? not. <laughs> but I, um, I speak better. Is that correct? <laughs> Essex uh, we done don't, good. We, we, we don't condone any of that sort of shit here. You know. <laughs> yes, we're back with young Gabby. Um, so, yeah, I mean, where do we start? I suppose it's been a summer. It seems to suddenly have been upon us. The football season starts in a few days. We've had games. And I know, I know, Phil, you're already... A little concerned, a little angry, a bit no, disjointed. No, I'm not angry or concerned at all. Oh, uh, <laughs> was that just a cunning ruse to no, get us going? I, no, it's an intro. I don't want to sort of vent my spleen, uh, you know, uh, on. doors on this. No, it's um, it's interesting. You know, this whole transfer thing is is got me really. You know, and the whole Conte thing. You know, this new contract, and he's only signed a and it. He hasn't signed an extension, has he? No, he's just got a pay rise. He's got a pay rise, hasn't yeah. he? And this whole Costa thing has got to me as well. That you know, they knew in January that it was all over, right? Is this? Well, am well, I well, talking correct? The, here? Yeah, this is the thing they're saying that, but I think that's I, I, this is just me. Look, I, I don't know anything, but something. yeah, but they're saying, oh no, no, it was. We told them in January it was going. But if they did, why is he texting him saying, you're not in my plans? Well, no, uh, well, I just think that more than that, the idea that more he was than that, told. Yeah, more than that. Why isn't he being sold? 
yeah. if by January, in January, you know you want the guy's not going to play for your club anymore, why hasn't he been sold? Because mm. they should have had a buyer lined up. They should have a buyer lined up. I mean, it's that's business, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, the man should be starting because the club comes first. The man should be starting against Burnley yep. on Saturday. And they shouldn't be allowing him to be in Brazil doing what he wants and dictating. I think they just want him away from the club. But he's still being paid, you know, 170 grand a week and he's still an employee of the club and he's, he needs to turn up and keep well, playing. Well, he looks like he? he wants to... T- to me, he seems like he wants to turn up, does he not? Well, now he's playing the game of saying that he is because he understands he's got a contract to fulfil and, and yeah, all the rest of it. Yeah, game playing, isn't yeah, it? He, yeah, he's playing the game as much as they are, but I just think it's six of one and... So what's happened? He's fa- he's fallen out over this uh, Chinese China. thing, this Chinese yeah. move, I, I think... and he won't be forgiven. Conte's gone right. That's that then. Yeah, but it's, it's strange as well though because so they, they say that, and like a, like I say, he's sending him a text message of, you know, um, you're not in my plans anymore. But why does he need to remind him if if they've told him in January and he's been clear and there's been an agreement between him and his agent that he's leaving? But then I, I was there for West Brom when when we won the title and. You know, Costa comes in with David Luiz and, you know, they, they kidnap Conte from the, the press conference and then we go into another room where we finish it off and he had his air, his fire extinguisher out and he was, you know, getting ready to let it off and that. And it, there was a good camaraderie and it just didn't seem to me that that was a player that was leaving Chelsea. So do you think, do you not think that there is something in all of this? Interestingly, when I spoke to Andy Saunders when that first came out and Andy... Just for all of those who are missing his dulcet tones, both of you, um, he will be back next week. Um, but he said he didn't believe that that text from Conte actually happened. And I said, I'm pretty certain it has. Um, and it now turns out that it really did appear. No one's denied it. It's been accepted as a truth. Do you not think that actually what we're seeing in this year, maybe the whole root of all the problems are Conte in the fact that he knows he wants to get rid of Mourinho's side. He needs to dismantle the past. And I think he's stood up to everybody and going, yeah, okay, I don't want you. I don't want you. You know, JT's moved out. Whether there was ever a chance of him doing any coaching, I don't know. I just feel as though Conte wants a, a broom to clear out everybody who had anything to do with Mourinho and devil may care about it. What that does on the other side is causes a problem because there's a vacuum of players to be replaced. Matic, well, why didn't we play the same old game that most clubs do, like Tottenham would have done? They would have sold him at midnight on the last night. Why we let him get a good pre-season in with Man U and everything and let Matic go because we think, you know, we might as well help him out. I don't understand that. Would any manager worth his salt sell him to uh, their one of their closest rivals... Before the start of the season. But he didn't sell or, him. Yeah. Now, this is my point. Now, who are the club Are the club selling? It was, it was sanctioned by Abramovich. And he said, if you want to talk about Matic, you better speak to the board. Yeah. But I still maintain Conte didn't fight to keep him. No, no, he, he didn't. But I think it comes down to the fact of he just didn't want him to go. So until Abramovich is Emiliano, is it? Or whatever his name Emanalo. is. Emanalo. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Michael, Michael Emanalo. Emanalo. <laughs> Don't yeah. you get in th- wondering about it now? <laughs> but wait till we get I, I, to the new I, I, signings. I think that the, the nature of what 
Emanalo's job is is that there's going to be good business and bad business and I think overall I think he does a good job well but, I think he's done a, I think overall the, he's got lucky I think there are times though you look in you, you do question the wisdom in certain moves there's, there's no way for instance that a player that's not wanted regardless that United would be sending him to Chelsea you, you know you look out of dug their heels in over Wayne Rooney a, a few years ago um, even though they knew he was in decline they didn't want to send him to Chelsea because of what he represented but I think Chelsea has played a game of they're happy to sell for the money. Well, I think when they're getting forty million for well, which, which could be forty-five million with add-ons, that I think they're happy to be getting that money for a twenty-nine-year-old and when, sold him to Mourinho. Yeah, but I, I don't. I, I think they take out the. It, it, in one They've way, it's good out business. All the sentiment in it, and the. I think, the and I think of... it's, a, it's a ruthless business model in that they take out the idea of rivalry and personal opinion. And they don't allow that to get in the way of the numbers. And the numbers are United were paying top dollar for Matic and Juventus didn't want to pay that. So Chelsea just sold him to the highest bidder and the highest bidder happened to be an English club. Was it the right thing to do? What, to sell him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. To United? Yeah. You do, it doesn't because bother you money, at all. Because of the money they got. Yeah. Okay. But, but that, you that only... in two weeks, if Chelsea haven't replaced him, because if, if Chelsea go out and with that 45 million and then, you know, who's to say they don't sell... Costa for another 30 or 40 million and then that 70 or 80 million they've made from those two sales that they go out and completely you know spunk it on Gareth Bale or you know I'm, I'm not saying they will but you know they buy this really marquee player that just completely obliterates the transfer market then you look and you think well it is good business because you look at what they did in 2014 with Mata you know they, they sold Mata and um De Bruyne in that January transfer window they sold Mata to United for 37.1 million and then um, De Bruyne to Wolfsburg for, I think it was 18. Yeah. And then what did they do in the summer? They, they knew they had the funds there and they signed Fabregas and Costa and that won Chelsea the title before the season even started. But things are different this time round because you can't buy players under 30 million. You know, you're into a dangerous game where it looks to me, I mean, we've, we've you know, everyone's saying, oh, transfer window's looking rocky. We've bought players yeah. and we've bought players and they've been expensive. But, if we want to go up a level, that's going to cost another 60, 70 million. I think they're trying to to balance it in the right way. It's harder. Yeah, moment. no, it is. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm but, saying it's changed. <laughs> the, the other thing as well, actually, which I um, only came across today, is um, Abramovich is getting divorced, isn't he? So maybe he sanctioned the matches move to finance his divorce. I th- you know, you don't know. I know it sounds stupid, but he could be thinking about money. You know, I, I don't know he's a billionaire, and he, you know, but... There's other factors going on at the club that maybe everyone isn't considering. A new stadium, 500 million, that Abramovich was apparently going to pay all that himself. But what are they doing now? They're looking for, funding. for loans and yeah. funding. Yeah. And where's that funding going to come yeah, from? Yeah, but selling, selling players. 40, yeah, but for, you know, 40, minutes for, uh, 40 million for uh, uh, Matic and Babioko, 40 million. I mean, fine. But then, but then what they've done there is I they've. Mean, but, you know, selling him, to, selling him to one of your rivals that could actually win the league with him playing. And see, but this is the thing: is that it's not it's not good bit it's not good business but, but, for the but Chelsea, Chelsea fans for, for the club. To Chelsea fans on the whole, who's the one player they've been digging out for the last two years? Matic. Yeah, he's a waste of space. He's did, get rid of him. Get rid of him. And then when they sent him to United, suddenly they're worried that oh, he could help them in the league. No, that's I mean that's fair enough. I mean you don't sell your rivals. I don't think. Yeah, no, I, I think that that has been a plague. Hopefully, in he'll play for, absolute crap. 
Yeah, because I think you look at Mata going there and he hasn't really had the impact that everyone thought he was going to have there, but that's more because of the way they've played him. But yeah, what what, what Chelsea have done is they've they've armed the Mourinho of a player that he brought back to Chelsea and a player that he's got a very specific tactic in mind of sure. how he's going to play. So they haven't powered him, but at the same time, they've replaced a 29-year-old with a 22-year-old. So if you look at the longevity of the squad and the fact that they're still continuing this, this rebuilding project, that in the long run, it's probably good business, but you look at it in the short term and yeah, there, are, there are questions. Fair enough. Okay, we just have to read out something, a new something for the season. Um, this season, we've teamed up with Labrooks and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. Our first is bet £5, get £20. This means if you deposit £5, Labrooks would, will add another 20 to your account. As a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.chelseapodcast.com. .net. We'll be tweeting the fi- bet £5, get £20 link, adding it on our Facebook, and we've put it in the description of this podcast too. Back to football. So, transfers. I don't think any of us know whether we're in a good place or a bad place at the moment. No. I mean, you know, we, we, we've set us all out. We've gone and bought a few players. Uh, I think Caballero is a great covering goalkeeper. You know, having seen him a lot, uh, uh, well, <laughs> it just made me laugh because it's a sort of. But and they've made ten million. Thinking about that one, <laughs> yeah. But, but they've made ten million on him as well because hey? they they sell the the uh, reserve keeper for ten million and bring a guy in for free who's probably of an equal equal Standard. level. Yeah, I agree. And, I think and Court was actually made a, a good save for once in his life <laughs> against <laughs> Arsenal. You're talking about the um, what's his name, the Egyptian player when he. Cross come shot. El Nenny. Did he have a shot? No, there was another oh, one as well. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was a... Never, oh, wow. That was I've a never proper... never seen any of that before. <laughs> it was a proper Roy of the Rovers type save, wasn't it? You know, well, he... the Xhaka one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, tipping it. I and mean, his, we'll get on to that His goal kick was a penalty, sorry. It wasn't yeah. very good, though. No. <laughs> well, it was, it was marvellous if he was playing rugby, because it was hit powerfully. I mean, he did it was crash precise. it. He's like... Yeah. British Lions-esque. It was, it was. I mean, we'll get on to the Arsenal yeah. game in a minute. Right. But, um, you know, so, I mean, th- there seems to be an air of, of everyone being a bit disgruntled at the moment. Is that because the last time we won the league, we were so awful the following season that there's a feeling that if we don't get off to a good start, we could be in a, a bothersome place? Do you think, why is everyone so down on what's happening? There's still three weeks of the transfer I think the reason being is that everyone's seeing United spend big on players and Man City had the problems at the back with the wing backs and all the rest of it and they've spent a quarter of a billion to to rectify the problem. But they haven't. Whereas Chelsea are being balanced in what they're doing and I think in these days of £200 million transfer fees being balanced doesn't show ambition it shows a lack of desire when really they're trying to run the club run the club on an uneven kill and you know I think it's different to what happened two years ago because they've done a lot of business they've, they've signed four players they've spent 130 million but in the process they've made I think 180 200 million in, in sales including Oscar in in January so they're they're still you know in in the I think they're being smart. I think they're they're not going in and just buying whoever. I I still maintain we dodged a bullet by not signing Lukaku. I think yeah. it was a perfect one to avoid. I really do. I don't want yet another comeback guy. Um, I think Maratta. Well, we'll talk about his penalty taking. Whether there's echoes of Lukaku against Bayern Munich 
from a few years ago when he missed. Um, but, you know, I'm per- perfectly happy with Morata. I think he's a quality forward. I also think when I was talking about Conte wants to get rid of the old Mourinho squad, he also wants to get rid of certain types of players as well. And I think he wants people he know will subscribe to his work, work, work ethic. And we'll just get on with it and we'll do things and may not be flamboyant individuals, but we'll actually get into everything from the team perspective. Well, you, and Morata is one of those. I was kind of waiting and hoping that Conte would sort of surprise us again with his transfers, you know, um, like, you know, like we're not with Moses so much, but with um, Alonso and stuff that he, there's someone in his mind that plays in Italy or something that no one really knows about. That's a really good player. Um, but I think you've got to go back to last season in a way. We kind of overachieved, didn't we? We won the league when there was a time when if we'd have got fourth or sixth, you know, got into the Champions League, we'd have been happy. Well, that was the target from the start of the season. It was a target. And now our, we've got much loftier heights now, um, you know, and we expect to win the league again, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Which a club of Chelsea size should be anywhere, and given the fact they won the title the way they did. But just on on the transfers, is that you know we have, we haven't started the season yet, and we still don't know. You know, we're talking about spending you know certain amounts of money, and you know we want fans want to bring this player in and that player, and you know spend sixty million on Van Dyke. But then, for all we know, he might have big plans for Christensen. He might have big plans for Musonda Musonda. Musonda Musonda, would you like to explain that? Well, shall I explain? So I was chatting to a bigwig at Chelsea today, and they said, oh, his name is actually Musonda Musonda, but because his dad's Charlie, they um, they call him Charlie as his nickname, hence why he has Charlie Musonda Jr. on the back of his shirt. Anyway, back to football. (sighs) Thanks Um, so much for that, Gary. So if you see Musonda and and Lewis Baker... um, well, Musonda's got a shirt number. Yeah. So is Christensen. Yeah. Lewis Baker hasn't. But Jeremy Boger as well. And you just look and you think, if, if those guys come in and he's and the club are actively looking to promote this generation of youth team players that did so much and has gone on loan and come back, then just surely... Just like Chevalier had one on his back last year and Loftus-Cheek had one <laughs> yeah, on his well, back last year. That's uh, but, but, the strength but, of it. But the, the point is, you know, for, for all we know, that if he's got plans for them... And that he, he, he he's see, got plans for him. So I, I, I think maybe there is for Musonda in the fact that they gave him the 17 shirt so early in the summer. And I think there's a desire for him to be playing. That, that you're looking for, okay, perhaps they, the club has saved 40 million by giving this young kid a chance. And, you know, Van Dyke hands his transfer request in on Monday this week. And suddenly, yes, everyone wants Chelsea to spend 60 million on him. But then you're looking, you think, okay, Chelsea spends 60 million on Van Dyke. Then you've got Van Dyke, David Luiz, Gary Cahill, Aspilicueta, and Rudiger. But at the same time, fans want Christensen to be given a chance. We've got six defenders there. Do you think Christensen's getting anywhere near the starting lineup? No, he isn't. Because just for the simple fact that he's got all the senior players ahead of him. So He'll be off to Southampton in a swap. Well, you know, and if, if that happens, people will be moaning about it that we should never have let Christensen go and, and all the rest of it. So yeah. the, the truth is, the young players, we, you know, the, the bottom line, Andy, I, I think... I can safely say would say this, they weren't good enough. You know, Ake's gone to yeah, Bournemouth. The, the, the thing is with the Chalabar's young players... gone to Watford. Yeah, Andy and I have spoken about this over the summer and we, we both agreed that they're not good enough to be starting, but they're good enough to be squad players. And I think yes. at the moment that you look at what Chelsea need, they don't they... need a player who's going to... Unless they can sign Bale 
or Messi or Ronaldo, you know, talk about, you know, fantasy football. Then, but in reality, Chelsea don't need to sign players that are going to be starting matches. They need to sign players who can come in and play 20 games a season and be part of a squad. You know, because Lewis Baker has gone to, I know, I know it's only the area Divisie, but Lewis Baker playing for Vitesse. Over the last two years, he was their best player. He was the, he did everything that has been asked of him to go on loan. He was their star player. Yeah, and, he, and he's the sort of player that clubs like Chelsea would be looking at buying as an up-and-coming player to come into the squad in the same way that Chelsea did with Batshuayi when he was at Marseille. Yeah. You know, and in the same way they did with Salah and Scherler. You know, players that were sort of on the periphery of stepping up the, and becoming bigger and better yeah, players. They, the problem, they don't do it. The, but the, also the problem at Chelsea, you don't get time that's that's the the big problem. Yeah. You look at Shirley, you look at Salah. Salah's now the you know, oh, no, 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 three hundred and seven million to Liverpool or the, whatever. The point but, is, is that if Chelsea are going to give those players a chance and those players do step up and do it, then you look in, you think, okay, well, it's been a successful summer because they've strengthened in areas, and you know, until the, the transfer windows close, you just don't know how good this business has been because even this time last year we were you know, cursing our luck on our signings. No, it's then... always, the, I mean, it's always the same, but it's worth moaning about, isn't it? <laughs> of course, <laughs> we haven't got anywhere. We need to moan. And now we have to cut to a commercial break. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. But I would think if we could have a squad with four youngsters in Boga, in Musonda, in Christiansen, in Baker... I'll be happy. Even if they don't play much, they get the experience. Obviously, Conte's seen enough for, uh, for the moment of Loftus-Cheek and he saw enough of Ake and Chalabar to make his mind up on those players and Zuma. He knew that Zuma, let's face it, with the injury he had, he got an amount of games. I think he played, he appeared in About 10, 10 games, 10 yeah, games last season. Many. But he needs to play all the time yep. to check that knee out. Going to Stoke is a brilliant place for him to go because if there's a team you play for where you'll find out if that knee is going to survive you the rest of your career, it's Stoke. So I think that's a brilliant move. Getting rid of Ake and Chalabar, I can understand why he's done Good it. Good business with buyback clauses. <clears throat> yep, exactly. Loftus-Cheek, he needs time on a field. See, with, with Loftus-Cheek as well, is it when you see Matich go and you look at the central midfield now, as it stands on the on the eve of a new season, it is concerning because you look at it and you think, okay, so our central midfield is Fabregas and Kante and Bakayoko. Bakayoko isn't fit. So Chelsea is starting the season with two central midfielders. And you look at it and you think, you know, I don't know, Chaloba says he forced through the move, but just why they couldn't try keeping hold of him because he would be playing more football. But also what it gives you as well is the opportunity of... Now players are leaving like Matic. It's freeing up space for players like Loftus-Cheek to go back and play in his natural position where he came through in the youth team. But then also for him to get more minutes and for him to show how explosive he can be in that, you know, in that team. Because if the ball plays him in his position, I think over the next year we're going to see a player that everyone hoped he was going to be. But over the last three years at Chelsea, he just didn't have a chance. He got moved from pillar to but post. It's weird when they go on loan, isn't it? It's weird. They uh, they go on loan with lots of hope and managers never fancy loanies, do they? It's a strange it, thing, it's isn't it? It's a funny it, thing. It, they, a few they, of them They're going to get a load of games and all of a sudden, you know, like Bamford's yeah. gone from here to there to nowhere, now, hasn't now he? Now he can't even get in at Middlesbrough, can he? But <laughs> became a £10 million player along yeah. the way somehow. Well, you know, and, but, good business. And the, the, See, with, with Loftus-Cheek is what I think is encouraging. But then this is just on from the outside looking in, is that you look at De Boer and what was his track record at Ajax. It was bringing through young players, 
You know, he, he helped build the team that got to the Europa League last season, you know, the Europa League final. So you look and you think, okay, that's a signing that Palace seemed to make very promptly when he got appointed. So is it a case of the club wanting him or was it, you know, a, a De Boer signing that he think, he looks at him and thinks, I'd like to work with this young kid because he's got something. Because, you know, Loftus-Cheek on the continent has been a, na- a known name for years because of what he did with Chelsea in the in the UEFA Youth League. And, you know, you see some of the, you know, playing against um, Schalke, you know, and uh, he's coming up against, um, sorry, what's his name? The German kid at Man City, who Andy doesn't Sané. Yeah, Leroy Sané. And you Prison see him just... Player completely bossing him yeah. you know and bursting past him you know for Chelsea to go on and score and well you like Loftus-Cheek then yeah yeah I do but I, I like I like Loftus-Cheek as a a number six or a number eight yeah I don't like Loftus-Cheek as a number ten no or you know for the hipster term a false nine and all the rest of it you know don't use words like yeah. that but <laughs> I, I like Loftus-Cheek as a midfielder I don't like him as this you know he hasn't got the ability to be you know what number ten is all about you know, um, having the, the quick feet and, you know, the vision to carve out openings. And that's, he, he's not about that. He, he played the box-to-box role in the youth team and they never played him like that in the first team. Yeah, but, you know, it's easy to be a, 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 flat tra- a, a bully when you're a lot bigger than everybody else in a youth team. And when you get into a big team with the big blokes that are around as big as you are and won't have it. Yeah, but then I think when you, you see know, him... It, it, that's, what was diff- that's why Loftus-Cheek found it a lot harder when he came in the first team, maybe he should have got more games and hopefully at Palace, he'll show everybody what he can do. Yeah, because I think, you know... You, he needs to be somewhere it, for a year. But, though, but, but when he was in the youth team, in the in the youth in the UEFA Youth League, it wasn't just average players he was doing it against. He was doing it against players who are the stars of tomorrow that are on their way to doing that already and that they're on their way to doing that because they've been given yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. You know, Sané for one. I don't one. think so. Uh, K- Kingsley Coman. So. Kingsley was another, I think it was at PSG. I've watched that, I've watched that league. I'll, I'll never <laughs> fancy those. But then, but then, and the thing is, that a prime example of it is a player, Bakayoko, this time last year, who was predicting that he'd be worth 40 million? Nobody. Well, whether he is or whether he is, but, but, still to be found but that's, out. You know, he, he had one good, he's had one good season at Monaco in the same way that... Um, you know, Mbappe's had one season, and now suddenly he's this £160 million player, and he's, but that's he's still what, only 18. But the reason being is they were given an opportunity, and they yeah. did it knowing that, and, you know, going back 50 years, it's the same principle mm. that, you know, you speak to Tommy Doherty, and you say, oh, how did you get Osgood to become the player he did? He said, well, I dropped Barry Bridges, and I said to Ozzy, you've got 10 matches, prove yourself. And Ozzy, he said, you're going to play next 10 to go out and do it and that gave him the confidence yeah manager get the sack these days yeah, so. but, but sure but, but Osgood became Peter Osgood and Barry Bridges was yesterday's news because the way Doherty dealt with this young kid he had so much faith in whereas I think at Chelsea the faith isn't quite there there's no time for faith but <clears throat> I suppose the thing we should move forward to is is the game that you know the Arsenal game we should just talk about it quickly not too much as I tweeted over the weekend the community shield means something if you win it and nothing if you don't. So yeah, jumped up friendly, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it it's was, a draw. It was a it was a draw with with uh, you know a, a, with a comedy comedy ending. Yeah, with a comedy tie break ending. <laughs> it was a tie break, wasn't it? It was a tennis tie yeah, break. It was but rubbish. It, it was a strange game. Both. T- I mean, if this is what the rest of the league has got to look up to, those two teams. Uh, after that performance, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty woeful sort of display. I thought a few players had a good game for us. I thought Kante looked on the money 
Um, Cahill looked all right. Yeah, Cahill looked all right. right. His, Don't worry, we'll penalty. never be rude about Gary. Well, I'm you know a bit, that? We uh, love Gary. Van, Van Dyke for Cahill. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be another non-playing club captain again? Is that Maybe that's what Conte likes. Imagine. But, but, um, I, I didn't watch the game because I was... I was driving back from being on holiday, but I watched it back on Chelsea TV yesterday. And it just looked to me like both teams were just going through the motions. They were. It's, I don't, and even if Chelsea had won it, I'd have said the same thing. That It's just, you can't read anything into it. You know, I, it's frustrating when you see the penalties and all, it's so amateurish what happened. But at the same time, it's you know, an emphasis on a penalty shootout. You know, it's that mediocre, this competition. Well, this game now they don't even have extra time in it you know because they, they know that the clubs aren't re- in order to keep the clubs interested they're not putting an extra 30 minutes of strain on them because no one wants to play it they turn up out of duty and they, they know they've got it, enough said about the community shield yeah it's just you know, <laughs> the other one thing i would say and andy kept texting and didn't realize that the red card means nothing yeah he's not <clears> suspended <throat> you know but that- it's, it's so harsh for pedro as well because Three weeks ago, he gets completely clattered, gets a facial um, injury, you know, from uh, a spinner, and then he gets sent off against Arsenal. One, one of something. the worst, worst challenges by a yeah, goalkeeper since the, that since World Schumacher. Cup. Yeah, since yeah. Schumacher. But, um, you know, and I just thought... What, when he hit him with a car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did a good Phoenix from the Flames on fantasy football for that. Do you remember Badil and Skinner? Yeah. That's good. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just thought, you know... It was a it bad was, challenge. Yeah, it was a bad challenge. I don't think it was a red card. I don't think I don't even think in it, a red it, card. it may have been. It was a red card. He's it done it right a, down the Achilles, he did right him. in front of the ref with but, his studs. But at the same I mean, time, in those games, soft studs these days, aren't they? Yeah, but don't but, they normally in games like that? They go over to the the manager and say, "Take him off, sub him now." Otherwise, yeah, he was a bad ref. He was from the word go. It should have been a was, penalty for William. Yeah, he, from the given, word go, he wanted to he wanted to rule it, didn't he? Yeah. That match, he yeah. wanted but to. I, boss. And, and think, it wasn't a game to rule. I think as well, what it was, it was one of those typical. And I think you're going to see it over the next few weeks. Is that new rules come in, oh. and you get the firebrand referees ready to assert the letter you know the well, law right down to letter. Well, let's talk about the letter of the law in in friday's podcast because okay. because i think we should just say you know that we're coming to the end of this podcast okay. and we're doing a second one which will be out on friday where we'll be talking about the upcoming game against burnley um so yeah verdict last words on the, on the community shield for you phil I can't even remember. <laughs> when, what? It's over. That's all you need to know. And you, Gary, uh, any good Ars- points for it? Arsenal are still um, going to finish below Chelsea in the title race and they're still rubbish. That's really they're, they're, well put, like a they're still, true journal. They're still murder. Okay. <laughs> um, my thing that comes out of it is next time that we play Arsenal they better watch out for Pedro because third time lucky. I reckon he'll score the winner if we'll, not a We'll hat-trick. spank him. We will. All right. Well, uh, let's let's uh, see what happens on, on Saturday and we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Nice to be back, everyone. Mm. Mm. See you soon. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.